This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Today's conversation is going to be a Q&A style. So what I've done is I shared with peeps in my community the opportunity to post questions that they wanted me to answer about human design gene keys and business into a Google form. And now I'm going to go through those questions and answer them in this episode. So the first question that we had was... How does it affect my design when the conscious and unconscious sun gates are dormant? So what that means, I actually had to message this person on Instagram just to confirm if I understood, but I'll, I'll use my chart as an example because I, I have it and I know it. So as an example, my conscious sun is consciously defined in an undefined emotional solar plexus. My conscious earth is consciously defined in an undefined emotional solar plexus. So the 36 and the 6. And so I know that there are interesting things that I've read and heard about from traditional human design lens where if they're hanging gates, because there's there's so many nuances with this. Like, is it consciously or unconsciously defined? Is it hanging gates? Is it a part of a channel, right? Is half the channel unconscious? There's, there's so many, you know, is it your authority? Like, there's literally so many nuances. So I'm going to do my best to answer this. But traditional human design has typically said that, you know, if your gates are dormant, so for example, the center is not activated, then you know you're only going to have access to that energy when it is being activated by an electromagnetic channel right so i'm talking about having hanging gates in an undefined center and i think that i will be blunt i I disagree with this and the reason why is because i think what matters more are the nuances of what are the planetary placements so for example if you're looking at your conscious and unconscious sun gates like the sun planet makes up 70 percent of your personality it has such a massive influence in your chart and also i think that when you consider that it's going to be something that's more naturally expressed even if it's in a quote dormant gate or it's in an undefined center so for me i have the 36 defined it's in my conscious sun i also have the 36 in my conscious mercury so i naturally speak about turbulence and humanity and compassion because it's part of the mercury planet which is about communication like what you're here to communicate and then the conscious and energy is like your main personality your main energy you know i share a lot of human just raw and real experiences as an entrepreneur and that naturally comes through i have a lot of compassion for people and then when you look at it from a gene keys lens it's your life's work this is like your the conscious sun that is your life's work of what it is that you're here to do that you're here to share the recurring challenge that you experience in your life and in your business so there's so many layers right so i always want to point to the nuance and invite you to consider you know the unconscious and conscious definition and looking at if it's activated in other planets you know is that center defined like what is your experience 
of that energy. Because for me, if I was an emotional generator and I had my emotional solar plexus defined, I'd probably have a very different experience with 36 and 6 being defined. Those are also the only two hanging gates that I have there. So then, for example, if I had another channel that was activating that center or I had another hanging gate, that would also play into the experience of my emotional intelligence and awareness and processing. So I hope that that answers your question. I think what matters is your experience and really looking at and remembering that the unconscious definition is the energetic imprinting 88 days before the day that we're born. This holds our ancestral imprinting and and challenges and experiences that carry on from previous generations and then the conscious side is the energetic imprinting of the day that we're born so then you can contemplate that and look at whatever gates you're talking about in the center really looking at where do these themes show up you know is this is this really something that i feel in my body because it's unconscious or is it something that i i share with my mind because it's consciously defined like there's a lot of there's a lot of perspectives to look at, but I think that when we start getting black and white and, you know, there's things like in the old, not old, but traditional human design way, it's like, oh, it's a dormant gate, so it won't be activated unless you have an electromagnetic channel. I think that that's a little bit too black and white. And if you've been listening to this channel for a while, then you're going to know that I am not a black and white person. And I always love to talk about the nuance. So that is the first question that I want to dive into. Now we're going to hop into some others. The next question I'm going to get into with you is the inquiry of how to implement and integrate the North Node with the vocation and life purpose spheres. I love this because I think that I just, whenever we start combining human design and gene keys, I just, I fucking love it. Because like the North Node and the South Node are only found in human design. We don't talk about them in the gene keys. So for example, the vocation is gate 10.1 or gene key 10.1. The North Nodes are consciously 32.4 and unconsciously 50.6. So the share here is being over 40, I feel I'm heading in a direction that is pushing me towards focusing on finding other people's contributions as I also have the Pearl Sphere of 8.5. So let's, let's dive into this. I'm going to give my intuitive interpretation and talk about the different bits and pieces and obviously give you the context of how you can contemplate this further. So your North Node in human design is the life theme that you are moving towards. And the way that I talk about the South Node is like the life theme that we are moving away from, but we are bringing that wisdom into the North Node. The vocation is our unconscious Mars planet. And this planet is in particular the immaturities or the areas of opportunity that we are here to experience. And it's like our deepest wounding that we receive in the womb from a Gene Keys lens. So this is unconsciously imprinted. And then we have our life's purpose, which is our unconscious earth. And this is also, again, implanted, you know, the 88 days before we're born. And this is really about you living and being who you're designed to be in the sense that it's not about what you're doing. It's really about who you're being. And so when we navigate the shadow gift and city of this jinky and the life purpose, what happens is we really we really discover like our areas of opportunity and we, we get to alchemize the shadow and, and get to see these themes because that is the beginning of the journey to enter the Venus sequence where we are working on what it means to experience unconditional love. So when I look at this, 
the vocation is gene key 10. This gene key is found in the G-Center and it's known as the gate of love. And I know, I know this gene key very well because it is my radiance, my, it's my unconscious sun. And so this shadow gifted city is self-obsessed. We have naturalness and being. So first of all, your vocation is really looking at where am I obsessed with myself, how I'm being perceived, how I'm, how I'm projecting myself, how I'm sharing myself. Like it's just being overly concerned in terms of how we see ourselves and how others see us. So when we look at the reality that as human beings, it's very natural to be obsessed with ourselves. You know, it's, it's not to say that people who may not wear makeup or wear certain types of clothes that are in fashion, you know, like, oh, they're less obsessed. It's like, there's going to be other ways. They might be more concerned about how they show up in conversation or how they're perceived for their career, where other people might be more concerned with the materialistic things that they have or, you know, how their body looks, right? So that is the deepest wounding of looking at what is it that is showing up for me where I'm like holding myself back essentially because the 10th gate or the 10th gene key is again that identity that sense of direction that self-love like you're here to share self-love so now when we look at the north nose the conscious one is 32 and the unconscious one is 50 so when we look at the 32 we have the shadow of failure we have the gift of preservation and the city of reverence when we look at the 50th we have the shadow of corruption we have the gift of equilibrium and we have the city of harmony and i'm not going to get into the line expressions because i will literally record an entire podcast episode just on this one question so i'm going to just address the shadow gift and city to, to give you like the main chunks of like meat to chew on when it comes to this so your north notes the the themes that you're moving towards consciously and unconsciously are going to be experienced from the lens of failure and corruption so it's like your vocation is okay i'm obsessed with myself i have this sense of failure and corruption like what like what the fuck do you do with that like personally that that sounds like a lot of inner work like that's a lot of just life experiences that you've probably had that you're really noticing but now when we look at the gift we have the gift of equilibrium with the 50th gene key and we have the gift of preservation with the 32nd gene key. So when I look at this, it's like when you're being yourself, you look at the vocation and you you look at, okay, how can I preserve what it is that I need to know from the failures that I've experienced and the corruption that I've had in my life? Like how can I find equilibrium in that? Because if you look at any corruption in the world there is it's it's out of equilibrium it's not it's not in a state of homostasis and the city of the 32nd is reverence is really having that respect for the process and for the journey and when we look at the 50th it's about being in harmony so it's interesting because these three gene keys the 10 32 and 50 what i'm really getting is the self-acceptance right? Whether it's for yourself, whether it's for others. And I think the really beautiful thing is when we look at this from a human design lens, like the, the 32 and the 50 are both found in the spleen. And so what's interesting about that is that these themes you're moving towards could come from a splenic perspective of what is healthy for me? What is best for me? What am I afraid of? Because the spleen is about your physical awareness. It's about safety and security. So looking at that aspect with the 32 and 50 can be really helpful. And then also trusting that 10th gene key in your vocation to, to be embodied unapologetically as yourself. I think that 
that's really that's really important and that's a great place to start so with 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 what you shared you said you're heading in a direction that is pushing me towards focusing on finding other people's contributions as you also have a pearl of 8.5 and i'm curious i'm curious for you to sit with finding other people's contributions because i feel like you have so much to give we just talked about the gifts in the cities of the 10 32 and the 50 and it's like there's so much leadership energy in there and there's like such an opportunity to physically transform things and when i look at the eighth gene key in the pearl you know the eighth gene key is about going from mediocrity to style and exquisiteness and that that exquisiteness and that style again the eight is found in the throat center connecting to the g center and it's like self-expression so take these three gene keys 10 32 and 50 look at what's coming up for you those life themes of the 32 and the 50 being your north node what is it that you're moving towards what is it that you're alchemizing from that corruption and that failure how can you naturally allow your yourself to be yourself in the process and also be unapologetically self-expressed with that eighth gene key in your pearl because that's ultimately how you were designed to co-create prosperity and to share that with other people so I know that you're asking me about wanting to find other people's contributions, but I'm I'm like intuitively sharing this and I'm thinking, I think you actually have so much more to give, right? And there's so much wisdom pushing, you know, years close to 40. It's like you've lived four decades, like there's so much for you to share. So I hope that the way that I share this, I know I didn't address the line expression, but this is like a really nitty gritty question. I wanted to really just give you the first things to chew on, which are looking at the shadow gifted city and the influences of the planets. So really curious to hear what you think once you listen to this answer. The third question we have today is, I want to better understand my radiance gene key and how it differs from my life's work given they're both involving the sun. Are these two sides of a coin in some ways? I understand the life's work gene key is related to my work and service to others out in the world, but can the unconscious sun radiance gene key also relate to my work for others? I find myself so drawn to gate 56 and my fifth line expression there, and I'm wondering if that energy is not just for me, but part of my service too. So the 50.2 is in the life's work, and then we have the 56.5 in the radiance. So yes, life's work is the work that you're here to do. It's the common challenges that you experience. And I love looking at, again, the shadow gifted city and the line expression to really consider what what ways are you here to share the challenges and the resilience that you have because the gift of each of the spheres in the in the activation sequence is a zone of genius that's what we call the four prime gifts so we're talking about the 50th gene key again which is corruption equilibrium and harmony so your life's work is really going to be around supporting people alchemizing what they feel is corrupted in their life especially again with that that being a gate in the splenic center, like having that physical awareness, bringing that safety and security, and then looking at how you bring the equilibrium to that corruption, reorganizing what is physically right and correct for that person and finding that harmonic state within that. So when we consider the second line, this is known as the dancer in your life's work. And the dancer in the second line represent this natural way of moving and having fluidity in the way that they show up in the world and so it's so beautiful because i feel like it's like dancing with corruption how are you going to create something from this bring that equilibrium and that sense of harmony because if you literally think about dancing like 
the way that dancers move, there needs to be a balance in how they move. Otherwise, they're going to fucking fall over, right? So that's your life's work. When we look at the radiance, your radiance, it is the unconscious imprinting. I mentioned this already, but this seems to be a theme in today's conversation. Unconscious side is the imprinting that we we receive 88 days before the day that we're born. And it's, you know, going to be encompassing our ancestral energetic imprinting that we're here to experience in this life. The unconscious side is also how others see us, but we may not necessarily fully see ourselves, right? And so the 56 in the radiance, the radiance is what allows you to radiate. So the the pathway of breakthrough that goes from the evolution to the radiance and the gene keys is like you accepting the challenges that you experience from your life's work, the pathway of challenge and your evolution allows you to crack yourself open in a way so that you authentically get to radiate who you are as a person and you start to build that core stability in your body because then we have the pathway of core stability that leads to the purpose sphere so with that being said when you when you resonate with this a couple one thing i do want to ask you do you have the 56 activated consciously somewhere else in your chart that might be why you feel more connected to it right so there's some nuance to that and also you being connected to this might be that you've you've already really created that stability with your life's work and your evolution and now you're in the energy of your radiance and you're you're really priming yourself to show up and share this zone of genius right so the the 56 we have the shadow of distraction the gift of enrichment and the city of intoxication so when you consider the level of presence that it takes so i always love to talk about the 56 as a gate as well because it's known as the gate of the storyteller it's found in the throat center and this is such a beautiful gate for being able to tell stories and if you think about it when you're telling a story if you're distracted it lacks the potency of like enriching the people that are there to listen and the intoxic the intoxication is just allowing ourselves to get enthralled with it. You know, like let's say there's if you think about a show or a movie that you watch or like a certain genre that you like to consume, whether it's on YouTube and it's just out of this world. It's not the reality. And you just allow yourself to be intoxicated by the story. You know, like one of my guilty pleasures is watching Love is Blind. And I get that this these are real people, but the way that they turn the show into a story is what's enriching and intoxicating you're learning so much about human behavior you're learning so much about relationships and it's like oh my god what's going to happen next like there needs to be this sense of present to capture the full essence so when you're unapologetically embodied in your radiant sphere and you're sharing that and you're allowing yourself to be self-expressed because this is found as a gate in the throat center that's really going to allow you to attract people into your life to hear your stories and hear what it is that you're here to share so when we look at the fifth line, because I know that you said that you felt very much connected to the fifth line, the fifth line is known as impact in the radiance. So it's about making an impact at a societal level and people can sense your uniqueness and your ability to mentor them in some way. So they're drawn to you through this inner essence and through this line, even though it's unconscious, you may feel that people have high expectations of you to make an impact. So the key here is to know that you are born a leader and let people call you in, which is so beautiful because then you're going to come in and you're going to share your stories. You're, you're going to be self-expressed. So I hope that that kind of 
clarifies your experience of the differences between the radiance and the life's work because even though they're the same planet like there's obviously this potency that you shared because it's unconsciously defined and it's a planet but you may again there's still going to be this call out energy like people really seeing you and feeling drawn to that so i hope that that answers your question and validates you that yes like both of these are related to the work that you're here to share with others that gift of enrichment and that gift of equilibrium are two of your zones of genius when it comes to the activation sequence and you can take that and activate others with that wisdom our next question is or next share leading into a question i keep dealing with niche drama in my business i noticed that it always circles back to embracing fears and empower authentic self and going for your dreams every time when i was in a niche drama i wanted to hide and craved clarity so i'm assuming that you know you're noticing these different themes that are coming up in terms of how you support people but then there's a lot of messaging in the online space that you need to have a niche you need to have an avatar you need to have an ideal client and that's creating this resistance so this person gave me their information to look up their chart they are a 5-1 self-projected projector and one thing that I will say, and I actually recently shared this in the online space, I shared it on Instagram and into my email list, and I said, what if you stopped following your strategy and your authority and you followed your signature instead? So being a self-projected projector, the way that this authority works is really trying on, like, do, do I identify with that? Like, is that really me? Do I see myself going in that direction? Because... The G-Center is really the magnetic monopole that's driving these decisions. And I think being a 5-1, there's a lot of pressure with the unconscious one line of like, what's what's the right thing? Like, what is the answer? And you know what's funny? Actually, I'm looking at this. This person has unconscious, uh, their unconscious son is gate 50. So this is the third time that this gate has come up in our conversation today. So that's interesting. And I, I will probably talk about that in a minute. But the point is, following your signature, so when you talk about having this pattern that you notice that you're really really into embracing fears, inner power, authentic self, and going for your dreams, when you're doing this, where do you feel success and recognition? Where do you feel success and recognition? Because I think one of the things that can be very disempowering for you know the sacred beings and projectors and, and reflectors too is like you get really hung up and you need to wait like wait for the invitation. But I'm encouraging you, if you feel success in supporting people with embracing their fears, their inner power, their authentic self, and going for your dreams, then I think that it would be so important for you to continue sharing that and sharing it from your own experience because being self-projected, like you're here to share from yourself. And so the 50th gate in the unconscious sun is coming up for me again because I feel like when you get pulled back, and you want to hide there's this corruption happening and it's like how can you find that equilibrium and that harmony and what actually allow you to radiate your true self right again you will intuitively know what's best for you the 50th is in the splenic center and so i'm so curious like how, how do you feel when you're sharing about the work of embracing fears, inner power, authentic self, and going for your dreams. If you feel success and recognition, then you continue to share that, continue to show up in that, 
and forget the traditional parameters of like what it means to have a niche because ultimately the reason the reason we see a lot of a lot of things in the online space around niching is that you just want to be able to solve a problem for someone that is the purpose of being able to help and that is the purpose of being in this industry whether it's coaching whether it's being a service provider for whatever industry you're in but think about it if somebody's dealing with fears what problems are around those fears what is it that they're not achieving because they're fearful you can create from that you can share your experience from that when people are not in their inner power what does it mean that they're not in their inner power what are they missing out on because they're not embracing their inner power? What does it mean when somebody's not being their authentic self? How do they know when they're being their authentic self? Maybe you're someone that also uses human design with clients, but it's like, what problems does that solve if they get to be their authentic self? And the last thing that you said, going for your dreams. What does that mean? Some people, they're so hung up. Like I know that the people listening to this channel, you know, you're, you're big move makers. Like you are here to create a life that you love, a business that you love, and you're not just going to listen to this, this channel and just go about living your life. Like I know that you're up to big things. And it's like, what the fuck does it mean to go after your dreams? What is the cost of not going after your dreams? And all the questions that I just asked with those different pillars that you shared is is such the perfect context for a projector to come in and really optimize what it is that that person needs support with right so when you position yourself as an authority that you know how to guide people because you've lived it right and you're ready to mentor and you've investigated and you have all these different modalities that you use i'm talking about the five one profile right then you're going to create the invitations because you're going to be able to help people become problem aware of what they're missing out on because they're being hung up by their fears. They're lacking power. They're not being authentic and they're settling for a life that they don't actually want. So I think coming back to that, coming back to trusting yourself, coming back to that inner authority of that self-projection, like where do I see myself sharing this? How do I see myself sharing this? And really being particular about the environments that you go in because that magnetic monopole is such a big game player for you, that G-Center, that when you're in the correct environment, you will notice that you will be recognized and feel that success from the invitations of people wanting to hear more about what it is that you have to say. So I think that's all I want to say about this chart. I hope that you listening to this, you feel clarity and that everything I just said will allow you to trust yourself more because that is literally the most important thing for a self-projector projector that you need to be able to trust yourself because your authority is quite literally your identity and if you don't if you're not comfortable with who you are it'll be more challenging to make decisions so you want to prioritize coming back to yourself and who you are and what you feel is best for you so our last question today i'm curious if in the human designer gene keys if there's a channel or gates that indicate how best a business can be structured to be supportive would the chart indicate a podcast could work best or video email that sort of thing or is the structure in a business just come naturally when we follow our signature? To be clear, I find it difficult to find a platform or system that would work and support me that would help me. I'm a 3-5, a generator. My other question is both my husband and I work very well together and I wonder if there's any, quote, business channels that would indicate a successful business together. Any gates or any other indication? He is a 3-5 generator too. Okay, so I think, I mean, when you look at 
okay there's actually some additional resources that i'm going to drop in the show notes and i'm going to say it now before i forget there's going to be a downloadable pdf on how to leverage your unconscious design to regulate your nervous system and there's going to be a link to a podcast channel that says how to market yourself with human design and gene keys and i highly recommend everyone to go and listen to this if you haven't because it's going to take what i'm about to say to the next level so when it comes to human design there are certain aspects of the chart that i see often shared in the online space as critical so for example you know you sharing your 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 conscious son like that's like your life's work in the gene keys right so that that is literally your brand sphere in the pearl sequence so when you get really connected to your brand that's going to give you clarity on your messaging and how you communicate your services to your clients Another planet that I had mentioned earlier is your conscious Mercury. So your Mercury planet is all about communication. So if you look at how you can share and create content from that planet and what that planet planetary and gate experience has been, that'll be another way that you can connect really well with your audience and really allow you to share your stories, position yourself as an authority, create content that's educational. So there's also the channel of surrender which is the 44 to 26 and it's interesting because this channel is also known as informally the channel of entrepreneurship so the 44 and the 26 those gates and that whole channel is really about knowing what it is that people are very good at doing and it's about creating teamwork and it's about really creating that teamwork and then the 26 we get into invisibility where it's like not about you it's not about your pride and getting things done but making yourself invisible and like allowing everyone to rise together so there's that and then obviously we have the motor centers we have the sacral the heart center the emotional solar plexus and the root center all of these centers the root center is about pressure the emotional solar plexus is your emotional awareness we have the heart center which is like your drive your integrity your commitments and the sacral center is your creative center so having any of these define or looking at any of the gates that are hanging off of this or looking at the channels here can really show you that energy that you'll need to continue to grow your business right so leveraging that energy and understanding those centers whether they're defined or not can be really supportive because obviously we need to have that energy and that drive to be able to continue to grow a business now one of the really big things i could honestly talk for an hour about that actually might be a whole other podcast episode now that you've asked me this question specifically the entrepreneurial perspectives of a human design chart I'm going to pin that and watch for it because it'll probably drop in November just as a side note. So anyways, when you were asking about structure and support, one of the biggest things being a generator, having your sacral defined, I'm not sure if you're an emotional authority, but that'll still give you that extra energy. The most important thing is prioritizing what lights you up. So as an example, I'm a 6-2 sacral generator. I only have my sacral and my G defined and i am lit up by podcasting go figure there's over 360 podcast episodes on this channel so for me i look at what is it that lights me up it's easy for me to podcast i can edit i can write a synopsis i can book interviews i can do all these things so easily because it feels very natural and i enjoy it so this is supportive for me because i'm continually nurturing my audience and i'm creating content that i can repurpose into blogs into instagram posts into emails so it's finding what is sustainable for you that lights you up and i really want to ask you 
but if you're if you're still sitting on this and you're like I don't know if you know I should do video or email or like I don't really know I I really want to ask you if behind that uncertainty is you're looking for what it is that you think you should do because if you have an agenda and trying to do something that you think will get you the results that you want and you don't actually enjoy it it will never be sustainable this is specifically why we want to use our authority so what is it that allows you to make those decisions and decide if you're an emotional generator or a sacral generator it's like processing those feelings feeling everything before you make a decision and then coming to the sacral is this a fuck yes or a fuck no for me and the other thing i talked about earlier is leveraging your signature what brings you satisfaction because obviously part of the strategy as a generator is to wait to respond and we get really hung up on this but just follow the breadcrumbs of what brings you satisfaction the other thing is you're a three five the three line you were designed to experiment, which means allow yourself to do video, email, showing up on Instagram, whatever it is. Allow yourself to experiment to see what brings you the most joy because that will help you figure out the support and structure that you need for that to be sustain- a sustainable part of your business. Now, in terms of the other question that you had with you and your husband that you work together and wanted to know if there's any business channels. I kind of mentioned a few already that maybe you do have connected. The other thing that you could have are electromagnetic channels. So for example, I have the 36 hanging in my emotional solar plexus. My fiance has the 35. That then gives us a defined emotional solar plexus and throat center. And I find with him, we are so great at having emotionally constructive conversations because we have electromagnetic channels. So I'm also going to put... A link in the show notes for I did a uh, did a video podcast episode I think it was last year or two years ago where I ran a connection chart with my podcast channel and shared why I'm so charismatic and able to do so much with this channel because of the electromagnetic channels that there are between myself and my channel and other aspects of the chart so if you get an idea of how to interpret connection charts and you can see oh electromagnetic channels or oh like I'm undefined here and he's he's defined there and so we complement each other that could be the reason why things work so well the other thing is you're the same profile and you're the same type when we have the same profile as someone else like the profile is like the role that we play on the stage of our life so when you have the same profile as someone else even if they're a different type you will notice that you just jive Like you just resonate with each other because he's going to be living a life of experimenting and then embodying that mentorship energy as well as much as you. And it also helps that he's a generator. So he's going to be motivated to do the things that he loves doing. And if you both love the things that you're doing, then you're just going to be this power couple creating this incredible business together. That makes complete sense why it would be successful. So with that being said, you know, I have a friend of mine. She is a 6'2 splenic projector. I'm a 6'2 sacral generator. We, she has a completely open sacral. Mine is obviously defined. And her and I, when we talk about things in life, even though we go about things very differently, I really feel that she gets my perspective because she's also a 6'2, even though she's a completely different type, has a completely different authority, strategy, signature, not self-theme, and so on. So there's, again... Coming back to what I said at the beginning of this recording, there's so many fucking nuances, right? And if you find the things that, and this is to everyone, me answering every question, like I'm talking to everyone. If you find the things in human design and gene keys that empower you, 
you take that and you run with it. Because at the end of the day, the point of the system is that it is about the science of differentiation. It's about things being different and it's an experiment. It's one giant experiment. So definitely check out those resources that I mentioned in the show notes and the ones that I mentioned earlier about the unconscious design. Uh, Actually, I will elaborate on that now. I almost forgot. So one of the other things when we look at supporting ourselves in business, like we get so gung-ho on our quantum design. So it's like, I am a generator. But then if you look at the design and personality charts, you look at the unconscious imprinting versus the conscious imprinting, you might be an unconscious projector and then a conscious reflector and then quantum, you're a generator. So I came up with this freebie and it's also a podcast episode on how you can leverage your unconscious design to regulate your nervous system because that has to do with your body. And when you're taking care of a body, you're going to consciously be able to show up in in your life and in your business. So that's another thing that I think will be supportive of you creating structure around your business and supporting yourself. But ultimately, I can only say so much without actually knowing like what people are doing in their business, what's working, what's not working. So I'm sharing what I know with with what it was shared in this question. So I hope that that was supportive. So everyone, that was five questions. And this episode is almost 40 minutes. And it's so funny because... At first, I was like, oh, there's not that many questions. And now I'm like, oh, I understand why. Because it took me 40 minutes to answer five. If there was 20 questions, I honestly would have had an entire podcast series. So I want to thank everyone for the questions that you submitted. I will probably do another Q&A session in December 2023. And I want to encourage you. I will have the link in the show notes. And if it's open, drop your questions and I'll answer them. If it's closed, then it just means I'm not accepting questions right now. But I really like bringing value to people in this way and answering these questions. And of course, if you had your question answered today, please reach out to me. I would love to know if it resonates because I don't know you. And I just love to hear when things land for people that I don't know because then it validates how how effective human design and gene keys are in business so i want to thank you everyone for listening please take a moment to subscribe to the channel leave your questions in the form if you want to ask for next time now that you see how i do these sessions i'll have additional links for the resources i talked about and there's also three other podcast episodes i did q a last year i'm going to include those in the show notes too because it's kind of fun to just go all over the map answer a bunch of questions and allow people to hear things completely out of context and 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 have their own realization so thank you so much for listening everyone if you can please take a moment to leave a review on spotify or apple i would so appreciate that because i put so much work into this channel and i'm working on continuing to move up in the ranks right now as i record this in october of 2023 in the top three percent and i would love to have this move up so that i can continue to support more people so thank you for being such a great listener please subscribe there's going to be so much more goodies coming in check out the show notes and i'll chat with you in the next episode 